Okie dokie, we are back and we are doing Welsh fire. So fire is the rapid oxidation of a material, the chemical process of combustion, releasing heat, light and various reaction products. Right, well speaking of reaction products and fiery individuals, let's talk about the fiery haired Johnny Bairstow, who uh, is kind of their marquee player, he's uh, the, uh, the test player. Um, yeah, I mean, if you watch the World Cup, you you know Johnny Bairstow. He's opened the one-day uh, stuff for England in T20 and one-day cricket. Also um, got great um, franchise experience. Yeah, uh, was in the IPL, uh, had a great opening partnership with David Warner uh, for Hyderabad. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a mainstay. I actually think that it's going to work in Wales's or Welsh Fire's advantage that Johnny Bairstow at the moment is kind of not the first pick for tests. So, so although means... he is technically the England centrally contracted test player, which means that he could miss the end half of the uh, 100, um, that's for the Pakistan test. The way things are going, he might not be included in that. Yeah, so that's, you know, it's a negative for, uh, for England and Johnny Bairstow and his fans, uh, but it's positive for Welsh Fire because that means he can play for the majority of it and make, make an impact. And I think he's really one of those players that will make an impact. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, he's there. Next up, uh, Mitchell Stark. Um, yes, Australian, extremely fast left arm bowler. Known for, he's a good death bowler, does like killer Yorkers. Um, he's 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 going to be a handful. He's going to be a real asset to this squad. And now he's also known to be the husband of yes, the Alyssa, World Cup winning yeah, the Australian Alyssa Healy, uh, who is not going to be joining him at Welsh Fire. Sadly, Shame. she's no, she's going to Northern Superchargers. However, Meg Lanning, another Australian cricketer, is going to be at Welsh Fire, so he'll have he'll have another compatriot with him. Uh, but speaking of another compatriot that he will have alongside him. We have um, the uh, the notorious Steve Smith. Um, Great shout! Yeah, fantastic player, and what like possibly the most bizarre thing to watch ever is watching Steve Smith bat. Um, so many ticks and twitches and weird little quirks that he does, but it's so funny, isn't it? Because you compare how he was uh, how he was um, welcomed, uh, comparing uh, to how David Warner was. And I think it was just through the sheer glut of runs and the sheer talent that he had. He definitely um, left a different man to when he arrived in England. Yeah, definitely. Last summer. And what did he average? He averaged something like 130 or something. And came back stupid. after that head injury that he, that he got from um, Jofra Archer. Yeah. Um, did he seem to face him? Yeah, I thought it was a bit daft of him to come back on afterwards to carry on batting because you could see he was barely even seeing what was going on. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Wokes got him out and, like, trapped him in front and he left it alone and I thought this that's not Steve Smith he yeah. needs to go and lie down um, but definitely proved himself I think last summer <clears throat> absolutely and um, in both formats he had a good World Cup and a great Ashes yes definitely um, so I think he's going to be a real good shout and he's really strong. obviously he's, he's going to be in the opening 11 um, but the only thing that's going to affect Steve Smith and Mitchell Stark is the potential tour to Zimbabwe that Australia have proposed. Um, I hope not. Yeah, because I think that'll be a real um, a real problem for Welsh Fire because it completely unbalances the squad. We were talking about the balance of the squad and we said, actually, yeah, this this is going to really affect it if they're, if they're away or not. I don't think they would be um, playing um, the matches. It was it was the pre-tour season that, they, that might clash, isn't it? So they yeah. were... I think some Australian coaches were saying, actually, whether they'd prefer 
some of these players to stay in the hundred and have and have that as as the pre-tour um, experience as such, you know, um, rather than coming for the camp over there. As long as they don't get injured, um, they're quite yeah. happy for them to have this intense competition. Yeah, and they run the risk of getting injured at warm-up camp anyway. So uh, yeah, I, I, I really hope for for cricket fans all over the world and for this competition that they don't get taken away. Uh, anyway, the next overseas player, uh, Kais Ahmed, uh, he's a 19-year-old Afghan leg spinner, um, and he he's he's great to watch. He's a lot of fun. Um, he's played in the IPL. Uh, he's gotten a fiver uh, in T20 before. A fiver yeah. in T20. Yeah, uh, it was in the 2018 Afghan Premier League. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, because you barely see it. I mean, you know, we were talking earlier saying getting a threefer is very impressive in T20 uh, but to get a fiver that's that's really no mean feat um, and he's he's just lots of fun you can tell he really enjoys his cricket um, so he joined the Big Bash League and he replaced uh, Tynal Mills at, Ho- at Hobart when uh, Tynal Mills got injured but he's got this real quirk of doing flips when he gets a wicket no way yeah um, there's, there's loads of uh, videos on YouTube I'll, I'll put one in a link in the description where it gets a wicket and then does flips so he's uh, He's proving he's very uh, athletic. Oh, all... God, as long as he doesn't get into doing that. Well, exactly, yeah. But the only other thing that I found of him, and I thought, this, this is ooh, a very brave man to do this. Um, so he's a leg spinner. He bowls sort of leg spin. And, you know, a batsman often play without helmets mm. to spin bowlers. Um, Kai Ahmed bounced Andre Russell <gasps> and missed his head by about a couple of inches. Oh, he's got some balls. Yes, um, yeah, and no doubt it didn't show what happened afterwards, but um, I think something along the regions of Andre Russell putting a helmet on and then smashing him through uh, through the next field. Uh, yeah, so that's Kais Ahmed. Uh, next up, Tom Banton. Now, you're a big fan of Tom Banton. I'm a big fan of Tom Banton. Young player and already had a lot of international experience with the shorter format franchises. He's uh, had a good uh, big, big bash last season. He's in the PSL as an opening batsman. A lot of people are likening him to the style of Kevin Peterson. Um, I have real potential. Very excited. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, you remember when Kevin Peterson used to play those flamingo whips that they used to say. It's just, it's like, it was style, but it was also all arms. Like, uh, it was just big and expansive, and Tom Banton's very like that. Um, He has played a lot of franchise stuff. He's still quite young, um, and... um, my concern is maybe he's taken on a bit too much too soon because um, I know that he's, his form has been in and out recently. Um, so I wonder if that's going to affect him. Um, hopefully not, but um, I, again, he's going to be a real asset. He's, he knows that part of the world really well. He's one of their, one of their homegrown players. Um, and I think he's, he's definitely going to be in the opening just because of the, the way he plays. You know, he, he's one of those players that can not just put you in the second tier, he can put it over the second tier. Um, right, so next up, Colin Ingram. Um, he's a Colpack player, um, and you'll see that there's, there's quite a few Colpack players in, uh, in this squad. Uh, he came over to Glamorgan from the Eastern Cape, and he has played a lot in the Pakistan Super League. Uh, and last year he got 100 for Karachi and again getting 100 in a T20 is is not that common an occurrence mm. so um, he's he's going to be good he's an impact player a very um, very proper but can really smash it he's a very big powerful player um, me personally I see him batting at number 3 um, and I think that he's definitely going to be in the squad uh, in, in the first 11 uh, next up uh, Ben Duckett so uh, 
yeah, I, I mean, I, he's he's an up and comer. He's he was in the they spotted him throughout the under 19s team, and he's been in through uh, through the Lions program and things like that. Um, and he keeps wicket as well. Yes, he does. So that's useful if Johnny Bairstow uh, goes off to play Test cricket. We've got a backup Test. Uh, we've got a backup wicketkeeper even. Um, and uh, yeah, there's not really much more to say. He again, he's a big hitter, and he does score in unorthodox areas. Uh, so I think he's going to be quite useful. I, I actually think he's going to be playing even if even with Johnny Bairstow. I, I think he's going to be in in the team anyway. Yeah, and um, he also went for seventy five k. So that's um, that's that's pretty up there as well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're going to use him. Yeah, and England have been sniffing around him. He's he's been in and out of the England squad. So I think that they see potential in him, and I think he's uh, he's worth every penny of that. Uh, right, Ravi Rampal. Now again, he's he's another Colpack player, but not a South African Colpack player because he's from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, and Ravi Rampal, it's funny because I remember when I was uh, when I was a teenager, I just saw Ravi Rampal playing for the West Indies. That wasn't that long ago, though, was it? Chris? No, no, dear. It was it was it was it was uh, the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, maybe not. Um, but anyway, ex West Indian bowler. Um, he's got a really good seam position, and he's very good at swinging the ball. He's actually kind of perfect for English conditions, um, especially now he's he's a little bit more on the senior side, shall we say. Um, still active player, still very good player, um, but he utilises swing, and I think that that's that's his weapon in this. Um, so he's not got the raw pace of Mitchell Stark or uh, someone like that, but he he's a canny bowler, and he I think his experience is going to go a long way. Um, and again, he has played in the IPL, but again, I. I'll have to I'll have to fact check this, this fact check this sorry, um, but I actually think he played in the first IPL um, all all those moons ago. I'm, I'll double check. Mm. I, I could be right. I could be wrong. But was, he was that like two thousand nine? I think so. Yeah, I think he was playing for Mumbai mm. if I remember right. So tons of experience. It, loads of experience. Um, and speaking of experience, uh, let's move to Simon Harmer. Um, and an, another Colpack player. <laughs> is the coach South African by any chance? Who? Gary Kirsten? Yeah, I think he's South African. Yeah. Um, There's a theme coming on here. Yeah, I think <laughs> we are we are seeing a theme. Um, so he's a South African spin bowler. He has played uh, Test cricket for South Africa. Um, and there's actually a really interesting video on YouTube about him and why he decided to become a Colpack player. And I think we've discussed this back and forth that we should probably do. Um, a, a podcast on the on the Colpacks because you know you perhaps might know what that m- means, uh, but um, you'll see there's a running theme that there's the international players and there's a lot of Colpack players, so they're association countries who are allowed to play in England because they're residents. And we just read an article earlier today about the the top players that South Africa would love to have back from the Colpack, and Simon Harmer would definitely be one of those players. Yeah, and he's uh, off spin a very useful. And his first season when he came here in twenty seventeen, um, he was a big part of Essex winning the county championship. So he's a very useful spin bowler. He's also a decent lower order batsman. So uh, I reckon I'm going to put him at number eight uh, for for me. Okay. So very useful to come in in a pinch and slog it around a bit. Uh, speaking of people who come in and slog it around a little bit, Liam Plunkett. Well, is he can one. score. He can. Do you remember that uh, there was? Uh, it was a match in the. I think it was the World Cup in India, and England. It was a very high scoring match, and England needed a six off the last ball to tie. Yeah. And Liam Plunkett smashed it yeah. back over his head. 
He's not afraid to do that. And, and he was in a couple of instances last summer in the World Cup where we lost too many wickets too quickly and he suddenly had to, to stand up and produce and he wasn't afraid to slog it. Not he, at he all. He can score. But, you know, he, he is in the squad for his bowling um, and I think that um, he's going to be a good foil to open the, bat, uh, open the bowling with Mitchell Stark for me. And I think he's going to want to prove a point that, that he's not towards the end of his career. I mean, I think... He, he hasn't been silent in, in his disappointment about being left out in the England teams yeah. in, in all formats after the World Cup, especially having done so well in the World Cup last year in, in that middle order, in, mid, in the middle overs. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's, it's, it's an unusual position to say, this is the thing I do. I'm, I'm a middle or a middle overs Over specialist. But specialist. that's what he does. I and mean, no one yeah. else does it better. His stats... Say, say it all really. definitely and he's still got pace to him he still bowls sort of around mid to high 80s um, and yeah he was a key part of England winning the World Cup I think it's a shame that he's sort of fallen by the wayside since then um, but obviously he's a victim of them looking to the future and looking to younger players uh, I think it's a good call it's a good shout by Wellsfire definitely definitely and I think he's definitely going to be in the Open 11 um, next up Ryan Tenderscarter uh, now a, a South African yes another uh, one a yes but a Colpack no um, he he's not called back because he's also a Dutch citizen and he has played for Holland for however many years you can think. Um, but he's also been part of Essex for a long, 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 decent long time. all rounder for Essex. Uh, he's one of the best in the business. He's just such a good all rounder. He bowls medium pace. He's a middle order batsman. Um, and again, he's been around forever. He's been around the block over and over and over again. Um, and has a very strong knowledge of English conditions um, and just a really a, a good all-round player. And this is a good little stat about him. He has won the ICC Associate Player of the Year uh, All-Rounder Award three times. Oh. So I go, that's, you know, that, that says a lot about his quality. Um, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, David Payne. Uh, this is a left-arm fast bowler. Um, you won't, I don't think you'll see much of him batting, but he has opened for Gloucestershire every now and then. Um, he's opened. Yeah, yeah, he's opened the batting for them. But um, he's he's definitely more known for his bowling. Um, and last year, in fact, he won Bowler of the Year award. Um, so that's yeah. that's pretty good. Um, and it's again, it's always useful to have a, a left armour, uh, a variation in your attack to keep batsmen confused. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I think that Mitchell Stark will supersede him in this squad. So I think Mitchell Stark will play ahead of him. I'd agree with you there. Um, yeah. Just because they're similar bowlers, but Mitchell, Park, Spark, Mitchell Stark has got just that pace, that extra pace. Um, so moving on, Ryan Higgins. He's an all-rounder from Gloucestershire. Um, he moved there from Middlesex on a three-year loan. Uh, last year, he was on the shortlist for the PCA Player of the Year award. Um, and he, he averages um, mid-twenties in his batting and his bowling. So I think that says a lot more about his bowling. Mm. But still shows that he's he's decent all-rounder. Um, and he he's, he's one of those players that plays with real heart. Yeah. He kind of weirdly, in his, in his mannerisms, reminds me a little bit of Peter Siddle. Um, you know, that uh, just sort of just in it and really very passionate and plays plays with his whole uh, with his whole heart. Um, again, I can't see him being in the opening 11 because uh, I think he's a like-for-like replacement for Ryan Tenderscarter. And I think Ryan Tenderscarter is going to be in the, in the opening 11. Um, next up, Danny Briggs, um, left-arm spinner. Has been in and around England, um, and it's weird. I think I was saying to you um, off the air that I thought he's he's forever been one of those players where I went, 
oh, he's nearly in the England squad, but he's just about to get into the England squad. And I keep thinking about that. And then he was pipped to the post. Yeah, but not on top of that. The last time he played for England was in 2012, oh. um, back in that series that England were playing Pakistan in Abu Dhabi. And it was when Alistair Cook scored 100 in a one-day game. So that's just to give you context of how long ago that was. Um, but it's it's odd. He's a very useful uh, bowler, plays for Sussex. He's a lower-order batsman. Um, but I'd imagine if and when he plays, he's going to be batting at number 11, I, I assume. He's, he's into bowl and he's a very decent left-arm spinner. Um, last but not least, we have uh, Luce Duploy. Another Colpac player. <laughs> Not another uh, one. Yes, we think uh, the coach Gary Kirsten, who is a South African, uh, in case you were wondering. I'm sure he, um, his arms were tied in this matter. He wasn't allowed to. So yes, exactly. Yeah, things. he just went. Let's let's just pack it full of South Africans. <laughs> um, he's a great all rounder. He plays for Derbyshire, so he knows English conditions very well. Um, he's his. I, I need to tell you what his stats are because I think that unreal. Love a stat, Chris. Please yeah. tell us. So, um, first class. is first class stuff. So, this is four-day games, five-day games. He, his batting average is 46, which is very strong. Yeah. His bowling is 51, so that's not great. Um, but let's move on to the list A. His batting average is 58 for list A games. And his bowling average is 35. Now, that's kind of genuine all-round uh, ability. That's a lot better. Yeah. Um, and his T20, his batting average is 33. His bowling average is 14. Ooh. I, I can't see 14, how 14, that's yeah, a good average. I can't see how they're not going to play this guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, a definite boon. Um, so, yeah, speaking of that, that's all of the players that they've got. So, so let's, uh, I'd like your lineup, please. Let's talk you've it got, out. Um, you've got well, 11, you can choose from all of the squad, everyone's available. Yeah, yeah, we haven't, we're not considering the Zimbabwe thing or the testing. Uh, we're just going to start in 11 before any of this all happens. Who are you opening with? Johnny Bairstow, obviously. He's going to be one of your openers. And um, Steve Smith, I think Steve Ooh. Smith is going to be the other opener. Um, I think that they're going to complement each other quite well as well. Um, Interesting. See, yeah. I'd have to disagree with you there. Okay. Respectfully okay. disagree. Okay. Um, I know that Johnny Bairstow and David Warner had a, an explosive partnership in the IPL mm. last year. I think they got the highest opening partnership in the competition today and I don't know whether Steve Smith is as an explosive opener as David Warner. I would probably go for Tom Banton to open with Johnny Bairstow and then put Steve Smith at three. Interesting. Okay, so... I, think, I would want a really explosive opening partnership. Okay, I think, um, yeah, I think maybe maybe me and you have got a bit of a, a different view on this because Tom Banton, in in the mould of how he's likened to Kevin Peterson, for me, I was going to put him where Kevin Peterson batted, which is at number four. I see. Um, and gives him a kind of a finisher role. Um, so then who would you put at three? Uh, Colin Ingram. I'd, oh. I'd put him at number three. Um, again, very positive batsman. Um, and also a very proper... He's like a genuine number three in my mind. Um, you know, in the way that you look at somebody like Jonathan Trott, obviously that's comparing completely different things, but somebody who you look at and go... You're a number three. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's your top four. That's my top four. So that was Bairstow, Smith, Banton, uh, Ingram and Banton. Number five, I think I'm going to go for Ben Duckett at number five. Okay. Um, again, all-round cricketer. He's going to, if he ends up being there with Tom Banton, that could be fireworks. That could be really fun to watch. Uh, number six, uh, Luce Duploy. I think that's when we start putting him in. And his, I mean, his... I can't get over his his averages as an all rounder. That's that's yeah. really impressive. Um, so that's number six, uh, seven. Uh, Ryan Tenskarter. So you've got another all rounder there. You've got a medium pace bowler, and also he's he's great. He he's 
steered Essex home so many times from the middle order and I think he's going to be really useful uh, number 8 Simon Harmer I think um, I, I think for the first one they'll go for that um, I, I think he will alternate with Ravi Rampal depending on the conditions for number 8 uh, but for now let's say Simon Harmer at 8 and then what we've got 9, 10 Jack so 9 I'm going to go for Liam Plunkett so I think he's going to be really good um, as one of the opening bowlers uh, and then taking over the middle. Um, and with him, uh, number 10, uh, Mitchell Stark. Uh, no, actually, do you know what? I'm going to swap those over. I'm going to put Mitchell Stark at 9 and Liam Plunkett at 10. Would um, you? I don't know whether... I think Liam Plunkett can score a bit better. The bat. Possibly. I mean, it's funny. They're both similar in terms of yeah. what they do. They, they smash it all over the I place. I can't wait to see them attacking the good. bowling together. Oh, Definitely. And uh, for number 11, Kais Ahmed, obviously, Ooh, yeah, the, yeah, the leggy. Got to put him in there, but that means that Ravi Rampal misses out. Um, uh, only on the time Simon Harmer plays, but right. yes, unfortunately, uh, for, for my starting 11 for this one, uh, Ravi Rampal, Danny Briggs, Ryan Higgins and David Payne miss out. Um, but I'm certain, you know, things are going to come up if Johnny Bairstow goes, if Mitchell Stark goes, if Steve Smith goes because of all those reasons we mentioned they're going to get a lot of uh, a lot to go on but a very strong team here that specialist batsmen go quite deep in this in this team we were comparing it earlier to the oval invincibles where that's also a strong stable team but a lot of all-rounders in that team whereas i think here it's sort of more spe specialist specific yeah roles. right and everybody knows has a role and knows their role and it's weird because you know we've agonized over starting 11s before but actually this one was fairly straightforward yeah. we just disagreed on the top four it was the same four players but just in a different order um, but yeah no, I, very I, strong I, team very strong team if I could sum them up um, well balanced that's probably what I'm going to say well put right uh, and on that we will say goodbye see you on the next one bye